Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Family owned and operated since 1972. Sevcheck Service Center, 2200 Longmire, just down from the post office in College Station. It's an American thing. From AmericanThing.org. To find the complete list of prize contest rules for the Zone 1150 and 93.7 FM, visit Zone1150.com. This is KZNE College Station, Brian. From WTAW, I'm Chelsea Reber with a news update on The Zone. A car that crashed into a tree in Centerville Saturday during the midnight hour killed three people and critically injured a fourth. DPS identified two of those who died from Brian. The driver, 20-year-old Andrew Resendez, and one of three passengers, 20-year-old Whitney Escobar. The third person who died was from Houston, and the third passenger from Centerville was flown to a Brian hospital. A college station man returned to the Brazos County Jail to serve three days on the fifth anniversary that he caused a deadly crash at University in Taro. As part of a plea agreement with the district attorney's office, 22-year-old Medine Maradia was given 10 years probation from a 10-year sentence for pleading guilty to manslaughter and two counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. The probation includes jail time on the anniversary of the crash as well as the day before and the day after. A woman draws her concealed handgun to get a man to leave after he assaulted her while she and a friend were on a walking trail. That's according to the College Station Police arrest report of a Brian man who was accused of what CSPD describes as an indecent assault. The victim said she feared being sexually assaulted after the man knocked her down. The victim also stated she was ready to shoot the man who was identified as 20-year-old Brandon Lang. For the last couple of years, members of Texas A&M student government have been attending College Station City Council meetings and interacting with elected and appointed leaders. Last Thursday's council meeting included remarks from a handful of students. Ben Crockett says students are asking for more sidewalks. Speaking as someone who has uh, personally been hit by a car myself, I could say that I, I relate to their concerns, particularly when the student buses aren't running during the holiday break. Mayor John Nichols thanked the student senators for engaging in the two-way dialogue with the council and the city manager's office. For more news, go to WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber on The Zone. People join Walk MS to raise awareness and funds that change the world for everyone affected by multiple sclerosis. MS attacks the brain and spinal cord. It's the most common neurological disease leading to disability in young adults. Walk MS brings communities together, creating teams with friends, loved ones, and coworkers to rally around those we care about and end MS forever. Join us. Together we are stronger. Walk MS fundraising accelerates research breakthroughs and life-changing breakthroughs. It will take all of our passion, determination, and fundraising to end MS forever. Together, we can change the world for people with MS. Join us. Register today, start a team, and raise funds at walkms.org. In Africa, five-year-old Cheru has no choice. 
She and millions like her must walk miles every day for dirty water. But together, we can end their walk by providing clean water close by. Instead of spending hours walking to get water that makes them sick, girls can be in a classroom that expands their minds and moms will gain back time to care for their families. Sons and daughters can grow up strong, finally free of sicknesses caused by dirty water. At World Vision, care about clean water runs deep. Deep enough to reach one new person with clean water every 10 seconds. Because every child, every person, everywhere deserves clean water and the chance to rise to their full potential. It's true. When you just add water, you change a life. Learn more at worldvision.org. Learning your child has cancer causes an emotional and financial crisis. Often, the best place for treatment is far from home. But with the help of the National Children's Cancer Society, children battling cancer can get to life-saving treatment, whether it's across town or across the country. To learn how we give families hope and give their children the best shot at survival, visit thenccs.org. That's T-H-E-N-C-C-S dot org. Because no family should go through childhood cancer alone. Since 1984, Neil Endler has served the insurance needs of folks all over the Brazos Valley. Neil and his staff take great pride in providing personal service for their clients. Whether it's a new quote, filing a claim, or changing coverage for home or auto insurance, they are ready to help. The Neil Endler Agency is an authorized agent for Germania Insurance. Neil Endler and Lacey Warren have a combined 60 years experience. Give them a call at 846-6566 or find them online at EndlerInsurance.com. That's E-N-D-L-E-R, EndlerInsurance.com. Welcome in. Glad to have you with us here on this Monday edition. This portion of the program is brought to you by Endler Insurance. Uh, we've got some uh, post-game react from last night's A&M basketball game coming up. And we have got the Riders Roundtable with a special guest today. Travis Brown of the Eagle will join Robert Sesta and me in the second hour of the program. Uh, the main news in the world of sports today is not good. Mississippi State football coach Mike Leach, according to Ross Riley of the Mississippi Clarion Ledger, had a massive heart attack yesterday in Starkville. According to multiple sources, uh, quoting Riley, Leach collapsed at his home but did not receive medical attention for 10 to 15 minutes. EMTs had to use a defibrillator machine and delivered multiple shocks to restore normal heart rhythm. Uh, he was transported by helicopter to Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, sources say, according to Riley, two of his four children are in Jackson with the other two in route. Uh, Mississippi State issued a statement earlier today saying head football coach Mike Leach remains in critical condition. At the University of Mississippi Medical Center in Jackson, Mike's family is with him and appreciates the overwhelming expressions of love and support for the coach. 
but also requests that their family's privacy be respected at this time. That is the extent of the information that MSU has available regarding Coach Leach's condition, and the university will make no other comment at this time. MSU will issue additional information via social media when it becomes available. Uh, This morning at 12.15, according to Austin Police, they received a 911 call for a disturbance. The caller reported the disturbance was no longer ongoing and one of the individuals had left the house. Austin Police responded and located a woman who stated she had been assaulted and strangled by University of Texas basketball coach Chris Beard. Uh, Beard was jailed on a third-degree family violence assault and has since been released from jail this afternoon. Uh, He has to appear before a judge within 24 hours of the arrest. Chris Beard's attorney, Perry Minton, said Coach Beard is 100% innocent of these charges. He should never have been arrested The complainant wants him released immediately and all charges dismissed. It is truly inconceivable. The University of Texas is to play a game tonight. Texas is dropped to seventh in this week's AP poll. Uh, Ahead of them, Tennessee at six. Houston falls from one to five. Alabama up four spots to number four. UConn continuing to rise at three. Virginia, two. And Purdue is the new number one. Kansas in at eight. Arizona, nine. Arkansas, 10. Baylor is 11. Kentucky is 13. Mississippi State at 17. The Auburn Cheaters at 19. TCU is at 21. Last night, the Aggies came from behind in the second half to knock off Oregon State 72-54. A&M had trailed 30-26 at halftime. Dexter Dennis led scores, A&M scores, with 16. Uh, Tyrese Radford had 12, and Julius Marble had 11. LSU forward K.J. Williams is uh, the SEC Player of the Week. Uh, Williams scored 35 points and had 10 rebounds to help his team overcome a 20-point deficit to beat Wake Forest 72-70. Atlanta forward Noah Clowney and Arkansas guard Nick Smith Jr., co-freshman of the week. Uh, Clowney had 16 points and 11 boards, and Alabama's upset went over Houston. And also uh, Smith. A freshman out of Florida averaged 21 and a half points and wins over UNC Greensboro and Oklahoma for the Piggies. New Auburn uh, coach Hugh Freeze reportedly to set, uh, set to make two high-profile coordinator hires, tabbing former head coach um, Philip Montgomery of Tulsa as his offensive coordinator and Ron Roberts as his defensive coordinator. Uh, Montgomery worked at Baylor for seven years as co-OC. Roberts also had Baylor ties, working three years as the Bears' D.C. and inside linebackers coach under Dave Aranda. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, We'll come back. Final lap is brought to you by Chad Jones Law. This is Chad Jones. Thank you. 
Thanks for making this year's Coats for Kids coat giveaway a huge success. It was the ninth year of giving coats out to kids in our community. We really love seeing the children's faces light up when they pick out their new coat, some of which may not have gotten a coat at all this year. Best wishes for peace, health, and happiness from everyone here at Chad Jones Law. Look for us near the corner of Highway 6 and Harvey Mitchell Parkway and College Station. Find us on Facebook or go to chadjoneslaw.com. We kick off our look at the top 16 playoff drivers of the 2022 NASCAR racing season. And coming in at number 16 is Alex Bowman, who qualified for his fifth straight playoff run with a win at Las Vegas in March. But he missed five races from concussion-like symptoms. Really good to get back in the car. Obviously, that was a big goal of mine. Uh, I didn't want to sit and not know all offseason, right? So um, glad I was able to do that. But, yeah, I mean, it was an okay year. I feel like we started off the year pretty strong and then kind of fell off through the summer months. But the playoffs came around, and, and we were performing really well until I got hurt. So, um, you know, glad that we were able to turn it up a little bit for the playoffs. And uh, I think, you know, we were in a in a good place until I got hurt. So, um, you know, obviously a bummer, but uh, part of it sometimes. Alex had that one win in Las Vegas, four top fives, 12 top tens, and he led 137 laps. He closed out the season with a run at his home racetrack at Phoenix, and his last time paired up with crew chief Greg Ives as Blake Harris takes over those duties in 2023. Greg and I are great friends and, and we'll continue that. He's, he's met a ton for my career. I think I'm, I'm as excited to work with Blake as I am uh, to see kind of the future for Greg and what he's going to do and, and how much more time he's going to be able to spend with his family. That's our look at the number 16 driver of the 2022 NASCAR season. Alex Bowman up next is number 15 on the final lap. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-838-4715 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-838-4715. That's 800-838-4715. What do you have to lose? Call 800-838-4715. Again, 800-838-4715. Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa But as for me and Grandpa, we believe She'd been drinking too much eggnog And we begged her not to go But she forgot her medication And she staggered out the door into the snow. Thanks for being with us here on this program. Tomorrow, um, David Vaught will be with us. A history professor has written a book called Spitter, Baseball's Notorious Gaylord Perry. Uh, David Vaught will be in studio with us to talk about his book on Gaylord. I finished it this weekend, really enjoyed it. 
Looking forward to having him in studio tomorrow on the program. Uh, I, I, I got to tell you, uh, this, is, um, this has been a very uh, difficult 24 hours uh, with the news of Coach Leach. Um, I've, I've been in touch with, you know, several people. Obviously, people have been texting me and calling me uh, because they know of my relationship with Coach Leach, it's uh, extremely difficult to talk about right now. Um, and um, frankly, I am not up to it. Uh, so uh, we're going to go forward for the time being. Um, we'll have the writers in here at, at 5 o'clock. Um, I, I am not of the mind to start talking about and telling Coach Leach stories in, in the past tense just yet. Um, we may, there may be a time where that's appropriate. Uh, for me, it's not right now. Um, so obviously, uh, we were with them in, um, in October when A&M played in Starkville, um, had a great time with them. It's always, it's always different being around him. He, as you well know, he's not the normal football coach which in my mind <laughs> makes him stand out. Uh, he is different in, in so many ways and uh, just so unique. Uh, I'm not sure there will ever uh, be a coach uh, like Coach Leach, quite frankly, especially this day and age when everybody wants the, uh, for the most part, the button-down CEO kind of guy running your program if you're giving somebody all that money. Um, he never really adhered to that kind of stuff. He was just, he's, he's always has been his own person. Um, but I, I'm going to do this. We're, we're going to play Buzz Williams. We're going to play post game um, from last night and A&M's win. It's a game they had to have. I think everybody with the program understood that it, it was just an absolute must win game. You hate to have a must-win game in December before conference play even starts. But the fact of the matter is, in my mind, it was a must-win game last night. It really didn't start very well. Uh, but it did end well. Here is Buzz afterward. What was the key to such a dominant second half? You, know, you are down at halftime and then came right out and took control and just really dominated them that second half. Yeah, I think uh, one of the things that I think was a huge difference is we had nine turnovers in the first half and only three in the second half. Five of those nine were live ball. And so we were doing some good things in the first half on the glass. I thought we were even better in the second half on the glass. But I think the, the major statistical difference would be that we played, we played without turning it over. I know heading into this game when y'all were talking about your adjustments of the week, it was rebounds, three-point D, fouls. Look across the board, it seemed like it, seemed like it worked. Uh, I think our guys uh, received it very well. I think our coaches uh, figured out the adjustments. And similar to what you and I were talking about the other day, all of those things are kind of interconnected. And so it was the best that we have been defensive rebounding-wise. 82% of their misses we got. 
It's the best that we've been on the offensive glass. I think we had two fouls on the very last possession. So in the first 39 and a half minutes, we had uh, seven fouls. Yet we still, we did a good job offensively of getting to the rim so that we could get to the bonus. In the first half, they had, I think they were five of 13 from three. That one adjustment that we talked about, we were just okay. I didn't think we were great. In the second half, distinctly better. I think they made four out of 15 in the second half, and I thought our coverage on the weak side was dramatically better. So I do think the adjustments and the practice of those adjustments, this was a positive step. How much in the second half was a focus on transition D? Because um, it seemed like it was drastically improved in the, in the second half. Yeah, and some of the transition points, uh, Travis, that they scored in the first half were coming off of our live ball turnovers. I don't. We had three turnovers in the second half. I can't remember if any of them were live ball, but like any coach would tell you, your defense is most vulnerable when it's not set. And so we need our defense to help our offense. And then from an offensive standpoint, the best way to help our defense is to take predictable shots. And when those shots occur, we know who's going to be an offensive rebounder and who's going to get a get back. And uh, too many – I think there was an 8-0 run that they had. Jew took a three that was not predictable that ended up being a three on the other end. Then we had a live ball turnover that ended up being a two on the other end. I can't remember the next possession. Called the timeout, and then they finished the first half on a 6-0 run. So 14 of their 30 points in the first half came in those two many runs. I understand there's going to be runs, but how can we negate some of that? Well, predictable shots and try to play without turning the ball over. It seems that uh, all the things that you usually talk about, maybe you just already going to reference this, uh, 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 limiting second chance opportunities. Mm -hmm. You talk about the rebounds and getting to the uh, bonus first and all those things. It seems like you did everything you – you really want to do. Yep. Um, do you look at all that and say, okay, hey, our guys, they've got it, and now <laughs> or do you just be cautiously no. optimistic? Yeah, yeah. I, we'll, we'll teach again tomorrow when we start reviewing the film. I, I do think, though, Olin, the things that we talked about since the loss to Boise State, even the three losses, there are a lot of similarities in those three losses. Um, Defensive rebounding is one of them. Fouling is one of them. Uh, our coverage on the weak side relative to three points. Shooting is one of them. Ball screen coverage was one of them. I think that's uh, where we spent an inordinate amount of time this week, and I do think a lot of those things came to life. But I think that there is still room for improvement and relative to the schedule, even the next game for that matter that we're about to play. Those things have got to be better by the time we play next Saturday. I just wanted to See if you comment. Uh, the first of all, you, you made a change in the starting lineup. Was there any strategy involved in that? Yeah, just trying to fly around a little more. Uh, we were two hundred and whatever we were defensive rebounding, so playing bigger obviously doesn't necessarily mean you're going to rebound more. And you could argue that if you play bigger on the weak side, there is 
bigger, arguably slower guys trying to get to those coverages. And so um, I think Boots is a very good defender. Dre is for sure our best. Dex would be 1B. Uh, and we played uh, – Henry's been sick for four days, so he hasn't practiced much. And so uh, some of it was by default, but some of it was for sure planned. And then trying to figure out the groupings of who to play and when to play, I think there there's some evidence of that as well. And one last thing for me, just uh, the impact you think uh, your bench made tonight. In the first half, every player off the bench uh, was a negative in the plus-minus category, and every starter was a positive. So uh, in the second half, uh, well, I guess for the game, Solo, I thought, played his best game. Uh, and then every other player that came off the bench finished with a negative. And so um, that's not always the indicator, but it's for sure an indicator in the plus-minus category. When, when you're looking at the first half and, and kind of how that sorted out, were you expecting with the way that they play a lower possession game that some of the turnovers yeah. were, the, the, the effect of those turnovers were exacerbated a little bit? I agree 1,000%. Um, time of possession in their uh, nine games is they're going to win time of possession. And as you know, because I know you study it, a lot of what we're doing in our zone press we're just trying to win the time of possession. It, but when two teams are doing that back and forth, at times it becomes a tractor pull because both teams are trying to win that intangible possession count. It ended up a 63 possession game. I told the team I thought the number would be 64. That's what I told them Friday morning. I thought it would be 64 to 66. It's not going to get to 70 with – we took our press off to try to increase the pace to get the possessions because we were finishing with the rebound and doing a really good job in early offense. The, uh, you asked that question the other day. So on a defensive rebound, on a defensive rebound, 46% uh, percent of our possessions we scored in the first six seconds for 1.05 so we were trying to get more possessions obviously that's not what they wanted just how much of a step in the right direction do you think tonight was? i'm just thankful it is a step in the right direction um we have many more steps that we have to go uh memphis will present a lot of problems from a talent perspective uh an environment perspective it will be something that this group has not faced yet. And so we need to learn from this. Obviously, our guys are still in finals, so it's a unique scheduled week. But I hope that over the next nine days we can continue to take positive steps. I do think and I feel fairly convicted that we figured out what has caused us problems. I think our players have received that and the right information and have confidence in those adjustments. So we've had five days of work this week and one game, and we just need to we need to continue to take the next steps. Coach, you talked about uh, earlier in the week wanting to the defense just to be a consistent thing, not necessarily waiting for the offense to get going to then play good defense. Yes, sir. First half, not terrible shooting, but uh, 37% from the field, but still seemed like obviously coming out of that second half, defense was uh, definitely 
the engine for you guys? Were you pleased in that regard? Yeah. The, the, um, if you were only looking at percentages, uh, in the second half, they shot 30% and we shot 50%. Stereotypically speaking, if that's the case, that means your defense is helping your offense, right? That probably means you're playing faster. It probably means that you're getting more stops, so you're playing in a broken floor early in the possession. And uh, if you play more in a broken floor early in the possession and you score, now that means your defense can get set and they have to play against your set defense. So similar to what I said uh, when you were wearing a tie on uh, media availability, it, it's hand and glove, right? And uh, do I think that we're going to shoot 50% every half? No. Uh, do I think that we're going to hold an opponent to 30% every half? No. But a portion of the reason why they shot 44% in the first half and we shot 38% is because we're giving them more possessions in live ball. And so it helps their field goal percentage. And con conversely, now we're playing against their set defense. Not, not to take anything away from this game, but do you feel like from the changes you made, this was a good dress rehearsal for the challenge you have next week? Yes, I think that we have to – yes, sir. I think that we have to figure out ball screen coverage better. I think our energy towards the weak side coverage can be even more improved. But I do think that we defended without fouling dramatically better. Um Nine, nine fouls tonight with two in the last possession, and we had been averaging 22 and a half. That changes the – now the game is not so choppy because now they're shooting free throws and we're playing against a set defense. So our pickup points and all of the things that I haven't said that we've changed, I do think that it was a positive dress rehearsal, and when we use the clips tomorrow to teach and the numbers – I think that will help our guys, and then we need to continue to practice it this week because uh, who we're playing and where we're playing is dramatically different than tonight. That's Buzz. After the win last night, who A&M is playing is Memphis uh, Saturday night on ESPNU at 6 o'clock at Memphis. Um, that will be their most difficult um non-conference game uh, that is a game that could jump them up in the net for sure uh, but they haven't showed an inclination to play like that away from home so far and they better learn how to do that quickly because they're going to start conference play pretty quickly and you've got to win games on the road in conference play you have got to do that um all right, we'll take a break. Uh, we'll come back. Sevcheck Service Center, 2200 Longmire, just down from the post office in College Station. Open until 6 o'clock this evening, the rest of the week from 7 to 6, and Saturday from 7 to 4. I'm telling you, Christmas is not just sneaking up. It's running up on all of us. So if you're going somewhere, you got to make sure that, um, you know, your car, your truck, your SUV is running the way it's supposed to run, especially if you got family. You want to take care of them, make sure your tires are in good shape, your battery is in good shape, your fluid levels are ready to go, the belts and hoses are good. Let them give you a safety check there and get you on the road with confidence. If there's more complicated things that need done, believe me, 
They have the staff that can do it, and they do it every single day. So go by and see Pat, Mark, the entire crew at Sevcheck Service Center, 2200 Longmire, just down from the post office in College Station. Producers Cooperative Association was started by the farmers and ranchers of the Brazos Valley in 1943, and ever since has been the area's agricultural provider. We've grown to be the largest member-owned agricultural cooperative in the state of Texas, with the mission to provide agriculture with the needed products, programs, and services. Everything ag. We have it. All of it. Stop by and visit us or call us at 979-778-6000. Just about everyone gets cataracts, but you don't have to compromise clear, complete vision. Texas Regional Eye Center is proud to offer the Panoptics Trifocal Lens. Traditional monofocal lenses only give you distance, but the Panoptics lens can do much more. See far away, see at arm's length, and see up close. Dr. William Riggs, Dr. Kyle Varvel, and Dr. James Lee, giving you your best vision at Texas Regional Eye Center. Call 774-0498. That's 774-0498. Friday's Fearless Football Forecast Contest brought to you by Chad Jones Law and Zwerneman Flooring. This is the bowl edition, people, which means your picks need to be in a week from Wednesday. That would be the 21st of December. That will be our last day for 2022 here on the big show. 15 games, 15 bowl games we're picking. The tiebreaker, Fiesta Bowl, TCU in Michigan. Ohio State, Georgia, Baylor and Air Force, Houston, Louisiana, Wisconsin, Oklahoma State, Kansas, Arkansas, Ole Miss, Texas Tech, Washington and Texas, Oklahoma, Florida State, Pitt, UCLA, Notre Dame, South Carolina, Oregon, North Carolina, Alabama, Kansas State, USC and Tulane, and Tennessee and Clemson. Those are the games we're picking. 15 of them. Go online at chiphoward.com. Go to our website. Make your picks. Get them done now. Win valuable prizes. The Bowl Edition. The 2022-2023 Bowl Edition. And our contest has been brought to you all season long by Zwerneman Flooring and Chad Jones Law. All right. um, We're going to listen to... um, Players, Julius Marble, who got the start, had 11 points, 7 rebounds. And also Dexter Dennis, I believe this was his season high, 16 points, had 2 assists, 4 rebounds. And the Aggies improved to 6-3 and three on the season. Oregon State falls to 4-6. and six. Oregon State had a nice little player, uh, Jordan Pope, the guard. Uh, he ended up with 15 points. Um, this is a team that hasn't won away from home in like, I don't know, almost two years, I think. So that's why the first half was problematic. All right, let's hear from Julius Marble and Dexter Dennis post game last night. Dexter, I know Coach said that Part of us last week was getting, you know, ending possessions for rebounds, defensive rebound percentage, not fouling. You feel like statistically in those, those things that y'all were looking at, this was a, a turnaround game from where y'all have been? Uh, most definitely. I think the coaches have put a lot of work in towards um, 
our scouting reports, ball screen coverages, uh, all of our defense just in general. And I think we definitely made uh, a step in the right direction tonight. Curie, for either one of you, um, what was the conversation like at second half, uh, at halftime? Because uh, you are down at the half. That's not the joke. Away, and you just completely dominated the second half. Uh, I mean, we weren't really uh, phased by it. We, they had went on a little bit of a run uh, to end the half, and we were just talking about we're good. You know, we're going to come out in the second half, make sure we throw the first punch, and that's what we did. We came out through the first punch and built that lead up and was able to hold it for the rest of the game. James, I know uh, you all made some adjustments over this past week, Coach said. How do you feel like those set in uh, and, and made a difference in, in this game? Uh, huge difference because uh, guys bought into what he was saying and the rest of the coaching staff and laying down the plan and what we need to do uh, for each individual guy and having everyone being focused on it and executing, that's what you saw today. Do you feel like there was a little bit of a kind of having to get into it a little bit in the first half? Is that maybe a difference between the second half and the first half and some of those new things? Uh, a little bit, I think so, because uh, you know we weren't used to seeing it in front of uh, different competition. So we have turned it over more in the first half. Yeah, we had a lot of turnovers, so yeah. um, we weren't really getting a lot of shots. They had more shots than us at half too. So um, normally we don't turn the ball over. We at least get a shot. We have a good chance of offensive rebounding. I think second chance points given has been kind of an issue, and they had five, and three of them came in the last two minutes. Why was that such a you know, why do you think y'all made such a dramatic improvement in that regard? Um, I think it just go back to the coaches. Uh, the I think the adjustments we've made have taken us out of were taking us out of long rotations, long closeouts. Um, <laughs> the closeouts are like it's a really hard thing if y'all know what I mean. If you go from one spot of court and you got a long one, it's really really hard to you know contain the ball or whatever. So um, the changes that the coaches have made have kind of helped us in rebounding as well too, not just ball screen coverage. What was change? I, I really don't want to put it out there to the media. <laughs> Can't give if up you get what I mean, I don't want to say it. You feel what I'm saying? If you ask coach and he tell you, then that's perfect. But I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, respectfully. Julius, what's been the big difference for this team on the road and, and at home where y'all are undefeated? Besides the obvious, I guess being at home. Yeah, I mean, yeah, being at home it is a different uh, feel. Uh, I feel like also we've. Uh, had a lot of time between uh, road trips and neutral site games where we can uh, kind of adjust to what we were doing wrong. Oh, God. <laughs> adjust to what we were doing wrong. And um, that's, that time has helped us out, uh, knowing that we have a home game and we got to, you know, show up and having the fans there too, uh, supporting us, that's been huge too. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Really, yeah, what do you feel like uh, y'all were doing particularly well specifically to avoid uh, fouling while you were defending only nine fouls, I believe, total out of two? You got that? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? What do, you, what do you feel like y'all were doing uh, defensively well to, you know, defend without fouling? Uh, what, what's the you got? Yeah, um, I got it, you got it. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's just, it goes back to what we've been saying. Coach made the adjustments. We listened. Um, you know, a lot of guys weren't putting rotations. I mean, like you said, long closeouts, uh, you know, limiting those long closeouts has helped us out. And, you know, we're not going to foul as much if we don't have to close out from the other side of the court. And um, having guys in, uh, staying in the in their positions has helped out a lot. And it showed today. Dexter, how do you feel like y'all, how would you grade y'all's uh, effort in uh, transition D in the first half? And how much did that change in the second half? Um, did we have a bad transition defense the first half? Uh, was it bad? Was the transition decent bad the first half? I can't remember. I'm sorry. I, they didn't really. I don't think they got any in the second half, really. Yeah. It definitely improved in the second half. Uh, well, I think a lot of things improved the second half. The first half, we were kind of um, – we started off really, really good, and they went on their little run. Um, they, had, they got a couple guys who can really shoot the basketball, and 
Uh, I think like when we're hooked up on defense and we're uh, mano a mano, man on man, I think we're one of the best in the country and just guarding the ball. So um, when we try to do that as much as we can. And I think the coaches have really get all the credit, in my opinion. Overall, do you think this was the response you guys were expecting after coming off of a loss and then having a week to prepare? Uh, most definitely. Uh, coach has been doing a good job of just uh, making sure we're at least getting uh, better in some type of way every day, I say. And uh, he's been really, really consistent at that, just staying on us, staying on us, trying to improve our weaknesses as a team um, and also trying to get us better as players because once we get better, the team gets better. And, you know what I'm saying? So um, all the credit goes to Coach. Earlier this week, Coach talked about wanting sort of not the defense to wait for, you know, shots are falling to start playing defense. He wanted the defense to kind of fill the offense. Do you feel like, especially at the start of the second half, that was sort of the mindset going in and y'all were able to stick to that? Yeah, I said that. Yeah. Um, I think when we were, it's hard to go on the road because, you know, it's just, it's, it's tough environments. But one, things that are not supposed to change is like defense and rebounding. You know, that's just, those are like effort things. You know what I mean? So sometimes the shots aren't going to fall, and that's cool. But uh, defense, toughness, and rebounding always travels. But, yeah. Uh, for either of y'all, is this, was this a good dress rehearsal for new stuff or just kind of getting the next step forward in preparation for the game that y'all have next week, which is, uh, an important one? I mean, I guess, man. I'm not trying to get too far ahead. Just trying to look, you know, one day at a time. Uh, going to close this window probably tomorrow, and then we'll probably get to Memphis and stuff like that. But I just, as long as we keep making progress, I think we're fine. All right, that's uh, Dexter Dennis, Julius Marble, after the win last night over Oregon State. Memphis on Saturday evening. Uh, things get serious. And then... You know, they've got three directional schools, games that they should win. By the way, my man Brad tells me today that the game December 27th uh, is free. Northwestern State. That's, that's free. That's, you don't pay for tickets. Uh, that's the December 27th game. They've got Wofford on the 20th, Northwestern State the 27th, and Prairie View on the 30th. Um, and then at Florida, then home to LSU, Missouri, at South Carolina, and back with Florida. As I've said many times, they have a chance, and they need to take advantage of these first five games of the conference race because they are all winnable games. Doesn't mean they will. I'm just saying they are winnable games. Um We've got the Writers' Roundtable coming up in the second hour of the program. Uh, I'm going to take a break. We're going to come back talk a little bit about what's in the wide, wide world of sports is going on in Austin today. This portion of the program brought to you by Reedfield Meats and Citizens State Bank. The first stop in planning your holiday menu should always be Reedfield Meat and Deli. Family-owned for over 60 years, Reedfield Meats offers Chairman's Reserve aged and prime beef, spiral-sliced honey-glazed ham, fresh, never-frozen turkeys, and all the wonderful sides. Be sure and check out the party trays with fresh deli meats and cheeses, fruits, and vegetables. Reedfield Meats is open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays 8 to 4 at 2701 South Texas Avenue in Bryan. You know, David Borsky and Thomas are celebrating 30 years of business at Dent Magic this month. Uh, David told me they started in 
I think his parents' garage repairing automobiles with this paintless dent repair process that he introduced to this area 30 years ago. So Thomas was just a little one, and now Thomas is there every day as well. Uh, if you have door dings, dents, hail damage, whatever it is, let them pop those dents out for you, and you'll feel better about yourself driving in a car that's not so beat up, and it's an easy thing to do. Make an appointment. You take it in in the morning. You get it back that afternoon. You can't beat something like that. I'm just telling you. They're right there on Texas Avenue next to the Auto Zone, right behind Ducky's Car Wash on Texas. Uh, you know, there are fly-by-night businesses that, that, that chase storms that pop up with tents all over town when there's a storm in the area. I don't know why you would do something like that, but you need to deal with local people that live here in the community that brought this process to the Brazos Valley 30 years ago. Call them up, 361-DENT. There's only one locally owned and operated Dent Magic. In today's hectic pace, many of our customers prefer the speed and convenience of online banking, while others prefer a traditional walk-in bank. No matter which you prefer, Citizen State Bank is your bank of choice. With a full line of banking services for all their customers, Citizen State Bank, local people making local decisions, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here to serve your banking needs at Citizen State Bank. mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. A bad banana with a greasy black peel. You can't do any worse than that. Uh, thanks for joining us here on a Monday. Uh, as I mentioned at the top, uh, David Vaught will join us tomorrow in studio. His book is called Spitter, Baseball's Notorious Gaylord Perry. I really enjoyed this book. We will visit with David tomorrow on his new book. And on Friday, and i got to get the names right, because I am reading this book, um, read some today. Um, let's see. Uh, ta -da -ta -ta -ta. Okay. Alan Cozen and Adrian Sinclair have written this book called The McCartney Legacy, Volume 1. 1969 to 1973. It is substantial. Everything you ever wanted to know about Paul McCartney and the Beatles. We will talk to them on Friday, of course, because that is all Beatles Friday. So what better day to talk to them than all Beatles Friday? Alan Cozen and Adrian Sinclair on the book McCartney. I'm telling you, this book is 700 pages, people, and it's just volume one. But, you know, there's a lot to talk about. 
Uh, some of you are joining late. I don't know why you would do that. We will have the writers in studio here in about 20 minutes. Um, and I had, I know people are tuning in to hear about Coach Leach. Um, I am not inclined to do that at this particular time. Um, our prayers go out to Sharon and the entire family uh, during this really, really difficult time right now. Um, and I'm sure the writers will have their own, probably everybody has a Coach Leach story. Uh, and I will get there, but I am not there yet. Um, now, let's talk about Chris Beard. So we get word this morning that early this morning, Austin Police Department is called to a disturbance in the 1900 block of Vista Lane at approximately 12.15 a.m. The caller reported the disturbance, according to APD, was no longer ongoing, and one of the individuals had left the house. Officers responded, located a woman who stated she had been assaulted and strangled by Chris Beard, who was then booked into the Travis County Jail about 4.15, charged with assault by strangulation Family violence, a third-degree felony. Uh, Beard has a game tonight. The university has only issued one statement saying, basically, you know, we're aware of the situation. We can only assume, and I hope to goodness this is true, that Chris Beard will not be coaching the game tonight. Rodney Terry, an assistant, according to Cedric Goldman, will be coaching the game against Rice tonight. Chris Beard has a top 10 team, a team maybe capable of going deep into the tournament. Whether he will be coaching that team the rest of the year remains to be seen. Um, I got to tell you, I, I have no sympathy for any man who lays his hand on a woman. And I don't care what the situation is. I have got absolutely no sympathy for that um i don't know what happened of course his attorney says he's a hundred percent innocent perry Minton said he should never have been arrested the complainant wants him released immediately and all charges dismissed it's truly inconceivable Mr. Minton, I tell you what's inconceivable is the head coach of a major college basketball program allegedly strangling a woman. That is inconceivable, sir. Now, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what the university will do. Um... I hope we don't hear excuses. Um, again, all I know is he was booked and charged with family violence, a third-degree felony. Now, 
I believe I'm right in saying that Chris Beard is divorced, has been divorced for some time. And I'm not going to get into any kind of rumors about families or daughters or boyfriends of daughters that may or may not have been in this house. All I know is what the charge is. That is strangling a woman. Um, if this is proven true, I wouldn't let Chris Beard coach an NBA team. But, hey, that's just me, you know? I, I don't care if he's coaching at Slippery Rock or junior high, or the University of Texas. It's more than uh, disappointing to see something like this happens. And the other thing that I would like to know, if I were the athletic director, Chris Del Conte, is there alcohol involved? Because generally speaking, at this time of night, in these kinds of situations, generally speaking, there might be some alcohol involved. So, yep, there are questions. I can't help but think that as he's sitting in this jail cell between 4 a.m. this morning and he was released about 4 p.m. this afternoon, which is kind of refreshing, actually, that he had to be in jail at least 12 hours. Usually, you know, somebody like this, they're down there, they bond him out, and he's there in about, you know, 30 minutes, and he's, he's gone before reporters got there. Reporters were waiting as he and his attorney came out of the Travis County Jail and he wouldn't say anything, and the attorney wouldn't say anything, other than, of course, to release this statement about, it's just a misunderstanding. Let's not bicker and argue over ooh, strangled ooh. Um, I'm thinking he had time to be thinking, did I just ruin my entire coaching career? Because this guy's a heck of a basketball coach. I mean, he's obviously really, really good at coaching basketball. Apparently, he may not be too good at other aspects of life. And, you know, not unusual, unfortunately. Um, but inexcusable. Completely inexcusable. So... I don't know what his future holds. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know if he's guilty. Okay? That will be up to authorities and other people to determine that kind of stuff. I'm just saying anybody, public figure, who puts himself in this position, they have to know better than that. I mean... And you damn sure better know better than to put your hands on a woman. So I got very little respect for him at this particular time. 
And I will see what Chris Del Conte does with this situation. I, I don't know what's going to happen again. I don't know the full story. If it's true, I will say this. If it's true, he needs to go on down the road. So, we'll see. We'll visit with Kirk Bowles on Friday. I'm sure by then Kirk will have the full story for us. I count on that every Friday. And I know, I know Kirk. Kirk is out of town. He is not in Austin right now. And he's probably just chomping at the bit. He may be on a plane back to Austin after this happened early this morning. But we will, we'll visit with Kirk on Friday. Oliver Brothers Transmissions. You know, I was by there uh, earlier this week. No, late last week. This is Monday, right? So it wasn't earlier this week. It was late last week. I went and saw Larry and the, and the people over there. And, uh, um, you know, they're going strong. He said, hey, business is good. We can't keep up with all of it. That's a good thing. Because, look, this is what they do. They take care of transmissions at Oliver Brothers. And they have been doing that for a long, long time at Oliver Brothers Transmissions. Uh, so... Whether it is an automatic or manual transmission service, they're going to take care of you. And if you already have a car, you need to take care of your transmission and do a little preventive maintenance on it the way you do the rest of your automobile engine. At least that's what I'm told. I don't know a thing about cars. But this is why people like Larry are there. Go by and see him. They're at 2107 Cabot, a block off of Texas and Bryan. Online at OliverBrothersTransmissions.com. See why they say no one knows transmissions like we do at Oliver Brothers. Chuck, I think now is a great time to remodel. I agree, Suzanne. At Brothers Valley Floor and Design, we have the floor, lighting, and countertop products you need to do the job right. Don't let supply chain woes get you down. We keep hundreds of items in stock to serve you. Add value to your home and make it feel like brand new. Visit us on Welburn Road at Rock Prairie or at bbflooranddesign.com. At Brothers Valley Floor and Design, you'll always find the largest selection at the best prices. And that's a promise. This is a little preview of what we're doing on All Beatles Friday. Uh, talking about Paul McCartney on, on Friday and his uh, the new book uh, out on him. Um, we will come back. Travis Brown is here. Robert Cessna is here. We've got an all-Eagle Riders Roundtable today. Uh, so stay with us. We'll have some news up next on Sports Radio 1150 AM, 93.7 FM, KZ&E, College Station, Bryan, Texas. Get back, Jojo.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.